This is Trek FM. Helling frequencies open. This is your Trek FM Hyper Channel for Sunday, June 22nd, 2014. I'm Christopher Jones, and we have two stories for you today. Cross Cult brings a new look to Kirsten Byer's Voyager, and Team Azon brings youth to the Tricorder technology race. First stop, we're not sure what's in the water in Germany, but their Star Trek novel covers are always inspired. I think I've talked to you about them on the show before. I know I have on literary treks. I just love the artwork that they do there at Cross Cult. And now they are combining their inspired creativity with that of author Kirsten Beyer with new artwork for the German releases of Full Circle and Unworthy. The matching pair feature Tom and Belana, one on each cover, along with Cross Cult's interpretation of the USS Voyager refit and the USS Plank, which Mark Raidmaker did for the 2012 Ships of the Line calendar. Now, if Mark Raidmaker's name sounds familiar to you, but you're not sure quite where you heard it, that would be right here on Hyper Channel just a few days ago. Because Mark is the artist who helped create the CGI representation of NASA's warp ship that's been making the rounds in the news everywhere. So he also did ships for the Ships of the Line calendar. And the USS Plank is shown there on one of these covers. These are just really, really nice, nice covers. I, I love the covers that we get from Pocket in the U.S. They're always nice as well. But there's something about the covers that Cross Cult does that go a step beyond just book covers to... I want to say art, but but I don't I don't want to say that because I don't want to imply that that's not what we're getting with Pocket because we've got really nice covers on those as well. I mean, Serpents in the Garden has a great illustration of Kirk on that cover. But when you compare some of the covers that we've gotten from Pocket with the covers that we get from Cross Cult, it seems that Cross Cult with the German covers just goes one step beyond. I don't know what it is, but it's German precision for sure. When you see the cross-cult titles like lined up on a bookshelf, they are just so precise with the spines, especially in the typesetting and everything. So these are great, great covers that they have here for Full Circle and Unworthy. They're very different than what we saw in the U.S. editions of these books. And they are a matching pair, so you'll be able to take the two of them and put them together, and you'll have Tom and Bellana together. And they're also square. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can go over to the Trek Collective, and you can actually see the illustrations. And as you'll see, they are square, so it seems that they will sit above the book title, and then they will fit onto the cover, as you would expect. These books are due out in autumn and spring coming up. Full Circle will be out in October. At least that's the plan right now. And Unworthy should be out in March 2015. So if you're in Germany and you're waiting for these editions to come out, that's when you'll be able to pick them up. So tell me what you think. Go to the Trek Collective, look at these images, and let me know what you think about the covers. Especially, what do you think about these compared to the U.S. edition covers for Full Circle and Unworthy. I would love to know. And again, I just, I'm always impressed with the work that Cross Cult is doing over there in Germany. Next story for today 
is about the Tricorder X Prize. Now, if you're a Star Trek fan, you've most certainly heard by now about the Calcom Tricorder X Prize. But while you may be expecting most of those working on the technology to be seasoned engineers, a group of undergraduates are throwing their passion and skills into the ring. Team Agol, which is a spinoff of the Johns Hopkins-based Azine, is led by Tatiana Rapinski and brings youth and enthusiasm together to work on some of the toughest problems facing the world, and their sights now are currently set on making Star Trek technology real in the form of a tricorder. They are based in Baltimore, Maryland. And as Tatiana describes and explains in this video that has been put out by the Tricorder X Prize, they're doing the project not for a paycheck or a company, but for enthusiasm and for their their a passion to make this real. And it's interesting, and it strikes a little bit close to home for me when she says that we're not old and cynical. Well, I kind of feel that way sometimes. Maybe I am old and cynical. I don't know. But she highlights how their youth and their enthusiasm helps drive them that, you know, what she's getting at is that because they're young, they're not colored by the preconceived notions that many of us are when we're older. And so they can see new paths to a solution and they can see new insights. And I think she's absolutely right about that. She says they're not bound by the status quo. And their goal, what they're trying to do as a team is to develop a consumer-friendly solution. But that's been the biggest challenge at the same time. They want to make it functional. They want to make it uh, perform all the diagnostics that they need in order to give you an accurate reading of a health situation. But they also want it to be user-friendly and consumer-friendly. What they're developing is a multi-part system, and it tackles the diagnostic challenges while also addressing the usability that we're talking about here. And it has a smartphone app that ties into the device. I'm really curious to see what they come up with. There have already been certain kinds of attachments I know for smartphones and some apps to help with some basic diagnostics in the field for healthcare workers, but what we're talking about here is really more like a tricorder in Star Trek. So there's going to be something even more advanced. As I just mentioned, there is a video. If you go to Star Trek.com, they have an embed there of the video that has been put out by the Tricorder X Prize. And you can actually hear Tatiana talk about this for a couple of minutes. And she packs a lot into that two minutes as well, because it's cut. It's it's obviously cut from a longer interview and they're really just giving you the the meat of the discussion. So it's really quick, quick, quick snippets. And she really covers a lot of ground. Very impressive what they're doing there. And this team of undergraduates that they've put together. And her story as well, which isn't told in the video, but is told in the article on StarTrek.com, really talks about what inspired her from a young age to to get into this in the first place and to study the the science and the engineering behind this and and the drive to make these things real. So it's a great story. So check that out and let me know what you think about the prospects of tricorders becoming a reality in the near future. And also after you watch the video and and what I said here, what do you think about 
Rapinski's view that youth is the key to developing new technologies. Now, that's not exactly what she said, but that's kind of where she's going with it, that it's fresh views and fresh insights. Do you think that's important in developing these kinds of technologies? And of course, we'll keep you updated on the Calcom Tricorder X Prize as it moves along and new news comes out. Now, I do have a network update for you to close out the show today. It's a fairly short show here. There's not as much news on the weekend. But as far as shows go, I have one new show for you today, and that's Literary Treks. Sunday is the day every week where we bring you books and comics. And Matthew is still away this week, so Dan Gunther of Trek Lit Reviews joins me once again. And Dan and I talk about Jeff Marriott's new TOS novel, Serpents in the Garden. It's a follow-up to the classic episode of Private Little War. And Admiral Kirk finds out that the Klingons may once again be interfering in the affairs of Neral. He embarks on a secret mission to expose the Klingons, while trying to minimize damage with the native population due to the Prime Directive. And with no starship backup, and you'll find out in the book why that's the case, he may have just created his first no-win scenario. Now, he's trying to minimize damage, but he's also kind of feeling like maybe he made the wrong decision back in a private little war. And that gets explored in the book. So Dan and I talk all through the book and the topics in there, a few more spoilers than usual. We, you know, we generally try not to spoil the books too much. Still, you know, you can you can listen and get a feel for if you want to read the book or not. And see if you agree, if you have read it, see if you agree with our take on it. You'll find this in your feed if you subscribe to the individual feeds for Literary Treks or for the Trek FM Complete Master Feed. If you don't see it when you check, it will be there soon. It's going to be a late Sunday release this week as I'm working on the editing. Had a really packed weekend of production here, but it'll be there soon. So keep your eye out for that. And of course, you can catch it through all your favorite podcast sources, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, Swell, BlackBerry, SoundCloud, we're all over the place. And of course, you can go to our website as well, stream it from the webpage and grab the RSS link if you have a special app you like to use. Well, that's our look at the news for today. Remember, if you're streaming the show from our website, you can subscribe and have it delivered directly to your smartphone or your tablet or your iTunes application on the desktop, whatever it is you use to listen to the shows. And you can also get it in the Trek FM Complete Master Feed, which contains every episode of every show that we do. I mentioned that I would love to hear from you about the stories. And how can you reach me? Well, that's the question, right? I'm pretty much everywhere in social media under the username C. Brian Jones. That's the letter C and Brian with a Y. I'm also on Facebook at facebook.com slash trekfm. Facebook or Twitter are probably the two best places to reach me. I really like Twitter. Also, you can find the network there. Our username is trekfm. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash trekfm. We have a community on Google+. Just search trek.fm there and you'll find us. And we have forums at trek.fm slash forums. Our contact form is trek.fm slash contact. That comes to me by email. And you can even send me a voicemail through the website. You'll see the widget right there in the left-hand sidebar. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. I hope you've had a great weekend and have a great Sunday to close it out. I'll be back tomorrow with some more stories for you. And until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.